0: Recall the former days after you were enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings, sometimes being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction, and sometimes being partners with those so treated. Because you had compassion on those in prison, and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property, since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession and an abiding one. One of the things that we must do in the midst of tragedy is trust in the sovereignty of God. The temptation is to fall on one side of the road or the other. There are at least two primary ditches that we can wind up in if we are not careful, if we are not doctrinally sound, on the one hand, we can wind up in the ditch that says that God simply is weak. And we try to, to dress this view up because we know that it sounds blasphemous, which it is. We attempt to dress this view up, God being weak. Suffering happens because God's too weak to do anything about it. The way that we, the way that we communicate that in such a a fashion that we don't sound like complete heretics, is that we say, well, it's not so much that God couldn't do otherwise. It's not so much that God lacks the ability or the power. It's just that God so values human free will that in the garden before sin ever entered the world, God made a deal with man and with himself, that he would never, ever, ever override at any level whatsoever the free choices of people. In which case, why pray? See, that's the irony. So many people say that if God is sovereign and has already determined what he wills, he's already made up his mind, as it were, then why pray? But the very opposite should be asked. Why pray for your unbelieving coworker that God would save him if God has made a deal with your coworker that he won't ever do anything to influence or shape or override your coworker's choice? You would be praying for God to break his own deal. You would be asking God to sin against his own covenant, so to speak. God is determined that he only ever wants to be loved by people freely making the choice underneath no influence from him whatsoever. He doesn't want those choices to be manufactured. He doesn't want man's choices to be manipulated. He doesn't want man's choices to be pushed or pressed or influenced in one direction or the other. If that's the case, then there's no point in praying for your coworker to be saved by God. There's also no point in praying Practical prayers, temporal prayers for the safety and perfect, uh, protection and well-being of your family. Right? if you're going on a road trip, don't bother praying for traveling mercies, whether that's a funny term or not. Don't, don't pray that God would protect you. Because praying for protection is a prayer that asks God not only to influence your driving, but the driving of all the thousands of people you're going to pass along the way. And God won't do it. God would rather your family get hit by a semi-truck and you all burn alive in the van than influence and override the free will of that truck driver Who drank too many beers before getting on the road. God God cares more about the free will of the drunkenness of the truck driver than the safety of your family. Yeah, I hate that doctrine. I hate that doctrine. No, God is sovereign. He is not weak. And he has not bound himself in some kind of deal with human Choice to where he cannot move and determine what he wills in his world. That's one ditch. The other ditch is simply to believe that God is cruel. And there are some, fewer, but some who would say, yes, God is sovereign over all things, and he most certainly is omnipotent, all-powerful. No one can thwart his will. And he does terrible, horrible things in this world because he doesn't care. But the Bible refutes that as well. That it's blasphemous and arrogance of the highest order for any man to think that somehow he would be more loving than God. God has compassion on all that he has made. God has more love for cattle than you have for your children. Let no one indict God for being weak and let no one indict God for being cruel. So what's the alternative? The only alternative is to say that God is both omnipotent and omnibenevolent, all-powerful and all-loving, and that God himself has ordained what feels like tragedy in the moment for his eternal glory and for his people our eternal joy. There will not ever be, for eons and eons into the life to come, never will there be a single soul in heaven that ever says, I wish that thing that I didn't like on earth during my my vapor-like life, my momentary affliction, I wish that hadn't happened. No. All of our wounds will be healed And the scars, the memories of those tragedies will serve as memorials to the infinite wisdom and power and grace and love of God. And those tragedies which we hated in the moment will be fuel for eternity to sing, worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lord God Almighty. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain He is wise, he is good, he is mighty, he is true. And that's why the Christian and only the Christian can have real and abiding joy even in the midst of pain because we know that God does all things well. We know that no accident is occurring with us we know that everything is by design and all his designs are good wait 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 hold it big announcement a scary announcement a threat but also a promise the price of our conference the post-millennial and theonomy conference it's going up it's going up right after Reformation Day. We are going to hold the price at $100, which is super cheap for a three-day conference with Dr. James White, Dr. Joseph Boot, Dr. Gary DeMar, and the guy who's not a doctor, so we'll say Pastor Joel Webbin. We've got a great conference, May 5th, 6th, and 7th in Georgetown, Texas, just north of Austin for 100 bucks, Super cheap, but we can't hold that price forever. So if you want to get into that price, you got to get in now, right after Reformation Day, not Halloween. Reformation Day, October 31st. That's the last day that you can get in this conference register at the price of 100 bucks. After that, starting November 1st, it's going to be 130. So, go to rightresponseconference.com, rightresponseconference.com and register today. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick, before you go, do us a small favor. Take a moment and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly